Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm here with Molly Herman today. Good morning. Good morning. And we are going to answer a couple questions that kind of came in from the Ask Stephanie show, portion of the show. First of all, we had a caller who said that she is at work and she said, What fish? We have a herring question. She loves herring. She wants to know about maybe the best place to get maybe pickled herring. We didn't understand your question necessarily please, and so if you want to send it, yeah if you want to send an email with the more details but i will tell you if you want to go to uh inga bretson's in you know in uh, minneapolis i know that they have some pickled herring that is spectacular also you know what you can get at inga bretson what row row and lutefisk too if Just you're into to it tie that all together if you're all into it um but i and any recipe ideas that include herring um, we could post a couple herring ideas, but to me, herring is like best when it's pickled and also, or smoked. Smoked is delicious and then eaten on toast or crackers. So delicious. Uh, we also have a question from Barbara. She said, what are some local restaurants that have crudités or vegetable platters? I think any supper club, like Creekside Supper Club in South Minneapolis, um, Monte Carlo. Yeah, Monte Carlo. Um what, what other supper Ocean Air had one oh, yeah. since we were talking about that. Yeah, which means 801 fish yep. would probably uh, yep. have one. 801 fish. Probably 801 oh, steak yeah. even, too. Yeah. Yeah, mostly it's the supper clubs who do the... Uh, creek. Did you say Creekside? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then we had a question from uh, Brenda. By the way, we did get the intel that there is no world market in Roseville, but there yes. is one in Blooming. There you go. Um, and we got a question from Brenda, who is listening uh, in Charleston, South Carolina, on vacation. Oh my God! Yay for you, Brenda! I know. Congratulations! Uh, I know. Congratulations! <laughs> and I would just love to be uh, in South Carolina too. Uh, any seafood recommendations? If you've ever been here, I have a friend who I know has said this before, and I looked it up. The ordinary. I was just about to say the ordinary. Were you going to say it? Yes. Okay. Apparently, the hype is real, and yes. apparently, that's a very known spot. Um, lots of people recommend it, but they say that it is a, it's in a former bank from 1927. Standouts include a selection of local oysters, king mackerel plate, the New Orleans style barbecue shrimp. God, let's go. I believe I ate at the King's Tide. The King's Tide is another one on this list. That I, uh, it was very enjoyable. Um, and I hear that this is, I'm just, I'm going on the eater recommendations now because that kind of had all of it. Um, but there is one, I was looking at this one. 
that was an oyster place, like Delaney's Oyster House or the Darling Oyster Bar. Darling, yeah. The Darling Oyster Bar. And so I think that's kind of interesting. Good job. Makes me want to go to Charleston and eat a bunch of seafood, I think. Just don't go in the summer. Right. No, spring is be it. Like, let's go there instead of Arizona. I would, I would go there with you. I'd go to Arizona, too, at this point. All right. Huh. Let's, uh, let's do the top two in hour two. Give him the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now, the Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In hour two. All right, give me two, winning, winning. All right, so this is the time of the show that we talk about a couple things that we are loving. Why don't you go first? Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pull a Hanson and give you a twofer in one. A twofer. <laughs> so last night I, I was having a moment and uh, I just decided I needed brownies. And um, I do keep a box yeah. mix. It's mm-hmm. King Arthur uh, has a gluten-free fudgy brownie mix that is real, real good, y'all. Okay. Anyway, I added chocolate chips and coconut to it, and it was it was delightful. But I am not a huge baker, and that was like it fixed my it, it scratched my itch when I needed it. But what I do love, and this is my actual top two, yeah. Um, the Loopy Whisk. What's the Loopy Whisk? She is a blogger, Instagram person. She is British. Um, amazing gluten-free baker. And I, anything that I have made from her has been amazing. Um, I'm actually experimenting this weekend with her gluten-free naan that she assures me and the world is the softest naan that you will ever have. N-A-A-N, naan. I love naan. I want to eat naan all the time for everything. And I'm practicing because you and I are going to a theme dinner party next Saturday and I'm bringing naan. So I'm practicing this weekend. Okay. Um, anyway. So the loopy whisk, I put the the link up uh, for them to put on Facebook. And she also has like dairy-free, egg-free recipes. Like she just is really, really great. And um, I think you should check her out. Oh my gosh, loopy whisk. The loopy whisk. Okay, well, we'll put a link up on the Facebook page for you guys if you want to, uh, if you want to like click in. And I'll even say she introduced me to a, a, an ingredient that sort of makes gluten-free goods a little stretchier okay. that even Zoe did not know about. Oh. Zoe Francois, Zoe Banks. <laughs> Drop the pen! I know. It's called Expandex. It's like a modified tapioca starch. Anyway, I just ordered some from Amazon, so I'll let you know what I do with it. Okay. You know, we'll get back to that. Okay. Um, all right. Well, so my next one, my my next, my next two are going to be a little bit, a little sappy, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So my next one is actually a thing I'm going to make uh, this week. I'm going to make it tomorrow. And tomorrow's my mom's birthday. And happy so, birthday, happy birthday, Oma. And um, I'm going to make a thing that was actually made by my Oma, by her mom, when growing up. And I just am interested to see if any of you guys know or have ever heard of a German dessert called Kaltebracht. And I think I've talked about it on the show before because it's basically like a striped cake. It's a non-bake and you make it with like sort of you crush up like biscuits and cookies and you layer it with this like chocolate cream. But it's got it's got like palm oil in it. You know what I mean? Or I think I have to find coconut oil or I think I have to find palm oil. Have you used that before? I haven't. But strangely they use a lot of palm oil with at como zoo for their animals oh my god <laughs> Don't, right? i mean because it's something that's necessary for right. them anyway that's a weird segue right but, but it's like i'm gonna try to say but it's basically like you layer this you make this like cocoa cream yeah. and you layer it and then you put a Almost layer like a of mousse, cookies yeah right? yeah yeah so we used to call in the south we call them ice box cakes right 
Right. So, yeah, I think culture, all cultures have something Have an icebox cake. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. Kaltepracht. And, and so I'm going to, I made it once before and I can't remember. I was looking for the recipe and I made it like years ago and I haven't found it. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to find, I know what it might be. What do you frost it with? Do you frost it with the mousse again? You or don't do you really do even something? frost it. Okay. I know. It's like, a, and then like you upend it and it's like you slice it as yeah. like almost like a terrine, sure. but it's not a cake. It's a, it's like, I don't know. It's like almost like a, like a sandwich but well, it's, not. it's sort of like a tiramisu because you're layering yes things it and, is and just but it's yeah. not soft either yeah. but it's not it doesn't have well, to be the cold softens the yeah the cookies know. i'm gonna have to report back okay. but if anyone has ever had kaltepracht i would love a sh- like to send me a note or whatever tag it and we'll see but i'm gonna put the recipe up tomorrow for sure okay you i have to just experiment on that yeah I'll that's my afternoon is like finding all the things after we go eat yeah. okay what yeah. else what's your second um because I'm not here all the time, I'm looking a little forward into the future. So Pink Ivy yeah, is a new restaurant that's opening in Hopkins uh, by getting in March. They're ha- about to start having their soft opens and stuff um, in the next two weeks. And um, it's by Mike Shaughnessy and his wife, Varika. Uh-huh. Um, they had Ed Vellum at m- the market at Malcolm Yards. Yes. And so good. I mm-hmm. mean, he, Mike, he, you know, opened Young Joni. Um, he has done a lot of things around town and out, outside of the Twin Cities. Super talented, and I'm just so excited to have his food again because they've been gone since August. Yeah, and there is not a week that goes by that somebody doesn't come into Malcolm Yards asking about Ed Vellum. What I happened mean, to Ed Vellum? what Where happened to Slam and Salmon? And this is what happens in a food hall: people grow up, right? Yeah. And they they decide they want their own brick and mortar, and yeah. and they grow, and we we love to see them grow. Yeah, and so I'm excited um, to see their their new baby. And uh, have Michael's food again. I just miss oh, it. God, I miss it a lot. So good. It's written me right on the main street in Hopkins. Yep. Hopkins is kind of a hot little growing burg. It is. You know, with like the brasa down the way. And I usually go there for a secret quick pulled pork oh, sandwich. There you go. So quick. Uh, so yes, Pink Ivy. Look for, we put the link to their wesh, uh, their webpage up, but it'll be opening in early March. And I'll tell you, I'm actually going to get a little sneak peek of it this week. Yeah. So I will funnel that to you guys on the website too. Um, okay, so my last one is just a little love nod to G.R. Anderson, who, if any of you guys are longtime My Talkers, you'll know that he was <clears throat> he was a, a dear man who I grew up with, who also had a show on My Talk with Colleen and the Boys. And Rocco gave him a beautiful shout out yesterday on the Lori and Julia show at five o'clock, if you want to go back and listen. Um, but they, it's, he was, uh, he was a local writer for City Pages. Um, he wrote, um, he was a journalist. He was in the band Two Tickets to Paradise and Rex Daisy played a lot at Lee's Liquor Lounge. And he was just a fantastic human who, um, you know, was, I, we had, it was really beautiful at his, his memorial yesterday. Some of the old friends from high school were telling stories that just like threw me back and remembering that I've like known him for so long as this journalist and as this writer and this, you know, huge like media person. But I remembering him as like the football star and the basketball star and the guy who ran the paper and the guy who was also in the plays and like really was it was fantastic. And so I'm just it's a it's a light that's lost and it's unfortunate. But and I know a lot of my talkers. Uh, we'll remember his wit because he was so funny. And I just wanted to shout out and say GR is at peace and I'm happy for that for him, but he will be missed. So he's in my top two for sure. So there you go, you guys. And we are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk restaurant week and fish fry where you can go get some fat fish and all sorts of good things. We'll be right back. This is the weekly dish on my talk one. 
Some subscriptions just aren't for you. Honey, when do we subscribe to Potato Lovers Weekly? Cat Lady Today? Mold of the Month Club? The New York Mimes? But when you become a member at the YMCA in February, you can get a personal training subscription that is right for you. Plus, Y members gain access to virtual Y and group fitness classes. Wait, mediocre mustaches monthly? Subscribe to a healthier lifestyle. Join the Y at ymcanorth.org. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm Steph March, Molly Herman. We are just hanging out today and there's some stuff going on. Talking it is about stuff. Talking about stuff. We have entered, we have officially entered. I mean, just to continue the fish show. This is the fish show, apparently. I don't know. I'm giving you a drum roll. Thank you. We've officially entered. Fish fry season. Fish fry season. Do you guys go out? Did you ever okay here, Miles? Here's a question. Because um our friend Scott, who now lives on the East Coast, yes. sent Boston. a note saying um, he's looking for a good fish fry because he doesn't have it because there's no like fish fry tradition. He's like, there's just fish on the menu all the time. And I was like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. When you live in a coastal town, I, you live in, I'm like, yeah, your fish is better. Yeah, Maybe they also need to fry it up like we have always traditionally. You as a traditional East Coaster, was there fish fry on Fridays or was it just fish Fridays? Southern, there's always fried fish. Always fried fish. I mean, That's and true. like cornmeal catfish and like, you know, always fried fish. But I did not grow up Catholic, and that's really where the the fish, you know, fish for Lent, these fish fries sort of came about. Yeah. And so um, my husband did grow up Catholic, and they did have, you know, the Gordon's fish sticks on Fridays. (laughs) It's a family of six. I mean, or six kids, you know? Six kids! Um, So it was much more prevalent, I think, for him growing up than it was for me. We just, we had fish when we wanted it. It wasn't a... It wasn't a thing for yeah, Lent. I, okay, so it wasn't like a big Friday move for you. Right, right, right. Yeah, we, um, I, uh, I, we didn't really eat fish a lot growing up, and we were Episcopal, you know, whatever yeah. that means. And you Episcopalian. know, it's it's Catholicism light, as a lot of people <laughs> like to tell me. Um, but we didn't really, so we didn't do we didn't do a lot of like no, we didn't not eat meat. But I will say that say this, my mom, we were not we were kind of broke growing up, so yeah. we did a lot of tuna fish. We ate a lot mm-hmm. of canned tuna fish growing up. That was like a fancy dinner, not a fancy dinner, but she would be going back to school, you know, to get her CPA degree, and so oftentimes she would like put like tuna fish on a lovely piece of lettuce yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. was like this beautiful like oh look i've made you tuna fish salad <laughs> so i think that i always thought of was fish and then when we people were like when they would make it at their house they would always make lake fish you know mm-hmm. because like again we didn't have ocean fish as part of our lives as kids and it was i i hated it like and i hated like when well, that's I, more of a the, like a dredge in a pan fry yeah right? i just it's not a didn't want it deep fried yeah uh, battered situation no and so i didn't so i came to fish my point of this is i'm not catholic but i came to the tradition of fish fry as someone who is like kind of i i'm a newfound lover of all fish yeah and then um when i was a writer 10 years ago when i started doing you know fish fry roundups when i realized people are gathering in church basements and having a great time on friday nights you know during lent and it became really kind of fun and so that's where I think for me is like sort of the, the, the fun of fish fry season is going to a church basement or f- gathering at friends and like it's having a, the community moment of fish fry. Well, and I think that the Midwest and Minnesota in particular, sorry, we're the North, not the Midwest. Yeah. I yeah. need to remember that. We're both. Um, they're, they're, you're very good at creating moments. Yeah. 
in the winter. Yeah. And this is one of those things. That's true. I mean, like, okay, how how can we gather together in the dead of winter and celebrate this? Even that we're all going to eat fish on Friday. So let's do this together. Right. I think that's awesome. I think that's fun. And I do. There's some bars in town and restaurants who do it up really great. And there's some VFWs that do it up really well. Um, shout out to the Beedale Club in Roseville, which was, you know, one of uh, my uncles, quote unquote uncles, a friend of the family's, uh, his favorite spot. Simple, honest fish fry, 3 to 8 p.m., green beans and a baked potato, like three <laughs> pieces of cod for 15 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's kind of beautiful. And like, it was just like you go, you hang out. Sometimes there was bingo. Sometimes there was like a raffle also happening. I always thought it was funny when the VFWs have fish fry and a meat raffle. <laughs> Hmm. Well, you just couldn't eat the meat that day. You're not eating the meat that day. So, like, it's just like, here, this is for later. I think the YZ of VFW does that. Bingo is also having a resurgence, by the way. Oh, I know. It's crazy. So much bingo. Um, A couple shout-outs more. Just letting you know that MSP Mag, we do have that fish fry guide that kind of rolls it out. On the feed every week, I'm going to highlight a couple more, you know, that places you can go. Um, Some of the great churches, like or like the Ukrainian uh, Community Center. Where's that one? Um... Ukrainian American Community Center. I love the fact that they do pierogi fish fry. Oh. Yeah. This is one of those big ones. It's a unique spin. Yep. Um, you can basically order in or do takeout for them. And they they have a classic fish dinner and, and pierogi dinner. So they're, and it's potatoes are in the pierogi. So it's yeah. vegetables. So it's not a thing. <laughs> I know. It's not fish in the pierogies. It's not part of the. No, fish. I just like the, you said potato. So it's a vegetable. It's a, a vegetable. Pierogi's a vegetable. It it's is. a potato. It is. <laughs> <laughs> With slaw and french fries. Okay. And it's just, or you can just do pierogi. Stephanie March said. It's possible. Um, Anyway, I kind of love this. Well, hearkening back to your tuna fish. Yeah. So we have Mr. Paul's po'boys and jams at the market now. Yeah. And he has a tuna fish po'boy, which you can get any of the po'boys as a salad, by the way. So if you're gluten-free or just wanting to eat lighter, you can do that. His tuna fish, outstanding. Really? I have had it so many times in three weeks. Like a tuna salad. He does it like a a tuna-based salad. Yes. What's in it that makes it so great? I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Okay. But it is real, real good. Okay. Don't sleep on it. Okay, not sleeping on that. Um, There's a lot of places on this guide. I just want to also shout out, when we talk about churches, we talk about uh, St. Albert the Great, which is always... You know, kind of like we call this the Vegas of church fish fries mm-hmm. because there's always like there's always raffles and bingo and crazy. A lot going on. There's a lot going on. So that's a lot Excitement. of fun if, if you want to go try that one. Um, but I also wanted to quickly shout out the fact that next week starts restaurant week. Mm. And that was the other one that I wanted to make sure that we talked about because um, there's 72 restaurants, you guys, doing restaurant week this year. Is that like an all time high for I you guys? I feel like it might be. I mean, it's kind of crazy and it's really great because I mean, there's, I've heard a lot of people talk about how we have, um, it's just, it's, it's expensive out there these days and like dining out is more expensive than it has ever been. And people having felt the pinch of the holidays necessarily are maybe cutting back on their restaurant goings. Understandable. Mm -hmm. Totally. But that's, what's great about restaurant week is that. It's, you know, it's a, it's from 15 to $45 a person for multi courses. Like your dinners are, you know, they don't go above 45 bucks unless you want to add a supplement here or there, but that's three courses for $45 is kind of insane when you think about that. That's like usually an appetizer, a main and a dessert. Especially when I think about like how much we pay for pizza when we, when we do like a local pizza, not like Domino's, but like a local pizzeria. 
we're spending that. I mean, there's a $20 sandwiches. You know what I mean? Like, that's where we are right now. And I'm not, I'm not trying to like, and you know, whatever it is, it's all, it's all, you know, it's all uh, subjective. Well, well, we all know our grocery bills have gone up. So have the restaurant's grocery bills. Like the cost of ingredients has gone up. There's no denying that. Right. But so there's some great places and I wanted to shout out. Like, I like the idea of going to lunch. There's a lot of lunches this year on the list. That's great. I know. We've we've had a dearth of people being open for lunch since the pandemic. I know. That's awesome. I know. So, okay. Out in Wyzetta, Six Smith is doing a $25 Mm -hmm. lunch. And it's a three-course lunch. I mean, you might need a nap afterwards. (laughs) But they have French onion soup. They've got, like, steak frites and then a chocolate mousse cake for $25. I know. So... Go look at the website. I have Restaurant Week stuff is up. You can check them out. It's it's Monday through the 25th. So there's lots of opportunities. All right, guys, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever get that feeling where you know you need to get something off your chest? Holding stuff in really becomes a stressor. Things you want to mention to your boss, your partner, your parents. Bottling it up only makes things worse and start to make our life go sideways. But what can we do about it? Therapy is a great safe space to get things off our chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just putting those bottled up words out into the universe can be a big help, especially when it's in a safe space with your therapist. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You start by filling out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no charge. Visit betterhelp.com slash weekly dish today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weekly dish. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Uh, God, we're having a good day. It's a pretty fun we day. Are. It's not over yet, babe. It's not over. We still have half an hour. Hey, I have a word for you. What is it? I just learned it today. Okay. Quaffed. Oh, quaffed. It means it is time to drink. Oh, or in this case, maybe oh, talk about drinks. Yes. Okay. Quaffed. As in, like, like Yule tide. It's time for Yule. Yes. <laughs> Why don't we tide more things? Maybe there's cheese tide. I don't know. I'm totally using that now. Cheese tide. Oh, like what? Oh, like someone says, oh, it's four o'clock, and you say, oh, tide. It's cheese tide. Oh my god! I'm writing it down. I'm actually writing it down. Quaff tide, quaff tide. Okay, so we want to talk about wine because also you guys have a friend who, when you're at a table of people and they come and say, "Oh, do you guys want wine?" You hand the girl or the person the book of wine choices, and they just do it, and that is you. Thank for you. Us. I will wear that mantle with pride. I mean, and I'm not saying that like you have to be a pro at it. I just I. And Molly isn't like a certified psalm nope. or anything. Not at all. She just has like the, she just wears the wine badge for all of us. So when we sit down, we say, Molls, what are we drinking? And I will tell you, I ask questions. Like if I'm, you, not, do. you know, if I'm not sure or I'm trying to choose between two, ask your server or yeah. ask them to have the song come over or whatever it is. They, they should be knowledgeable on what, 
Uh, the servers should be knowledgeable on what their wine list is. And don't be afraid to ask no. questions. Number I don't know one, everything about wine, for sure. I don't think you can know everything about no. wine. I think even the most... I know I like to drink it. Well, I mean, and then how can you? Because it's a growing living thing that changes every year. There's, You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. the point of vintages, is that to know whatever you knew about the 2019... Or, you know, even like, remember, 1997 was apparently this amazing year. Well, great. You knew about that then, and now it's there's nothing to know about it because there's right. none of it's left. No. I And I'm more about, like, what are what are we eating? Yeah. What's going to go? And usually when we're out and I'm picking wine, it's a big group. So you have sure. to pick something for a lot of people. So do you look palettes. at all of us and think, you know what we all like? I mean, sort just of. because we've all yeah. been eating and drinking together for so many years. But... You sort of consider that. I didn't realize you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like what what's going to be sort of the the most overarching wine that will go with everyone's palates and what whatever we're going to order. Yeah. Right. So unless we're having some like really deep, rich dish that needs a bombastic red. Yeah. You know, I'm usually picking more general going to go with everything wines. Yeah. And I don't pick the most expensive wines. No, you don't. Like, I try to stay, you know... Middle of the road. Yeah. I think there's an art in the middle of the road instead of, like, going for, like, these big... And, I mean, most of us can't, you know, again, most of us are peasants in right. a lot of ways. And we can't yes. necessarily go with, like, yeah, I'm just going to throw the $400 bottle of wine or the even the uh, no. $100. I usually... the Like, we splurge and it's, like, maybe an $80 bottle. I would think that's probably our high end. I think yeah. that's all I've... I did that for Valentine's Day. I bought us a bottle of Bubs that yeah. was like an $80 bottle. And that was a splurge. Usually we're yep. in the 30, 40s, I would say. Um, and I would say. And that's a group spend. At Dario. Yeah. So we <laughs> we ordered a, a lot of wine. It was my Be- birthday. It, it, was a, it was your birthday. There were a lot of people. Let's yeah. remember that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we spent over $74 yeah. on a bottle of wine. Yeah. But everybody was like, these wines are so fantastic. And the point is, is that you can get really fantastic wines. Yeah. In, and when we say $74, that was the middle of the road for that particular list. Yes. <laughs> like, that is not yes. middle of the road on most wine lists. No, no, no. No, it's but, not. Right. Um, okay, let's talk. First of all, let's talk about what you guys have going on as far yes. as the wine thing, because I think it's kind of fun and a way in, to, like, a re- again, demystifying, like, the fact that if you're sitting there going, like, well, I never know about wine. Well, the only way to know about it is to, like, actually start thinking about it, reading about it, learning about it. Right. So, do you remember pop up videos? Pop up video? Yeah, on VH1. Yes. So, we're doing that as pop up vino. Pop up vino is hilarious. So, um, we, this is a series of four. Yeah. Our first one is on February 27th, and we are focusing on one type of wine. Yeah. For each of the, the series. Um, February 27th is pink, so it's all rose. Yeah. And um, the wine facts are going to be in this sort of pop up format. Um, so we're going to have six rosés that we're partnering with the wine company. Um, they've chosen six rosés. We're going to have three uh, food stations. So you yeah. get some snacks. You get to sample six rosés. You also get a full glass of wine. Oh, hey. And um, you get a little education in the process. There'll be a pop quiz <laughs> um, on the raffle table. And so you get a chance to answer uh, some questions on what you learned and enter into this raffle. And we'll do drawing for prizes. Oh, good. And stuff like that. So it's a really fun, we hope, unique experience. Mm-hmm. Um, we're encouraging our guests to dress in the color of the evening. So oh. wear your best pink fit. Your best pink fit. And um, it's from 630 to 830 on February 27th. This weekend through Monday, okay, we have a ten dollar off offer. Okay, so go to the website Malcolm Yards 
or sorry, yeah, MalcolmYards.market. Mm-hmm. Um, go to the events page. We and we have it linked on we do. Uh, the weekly dish Facebook. Okay, and um, go to Pop Up Vino on February twenty seventh. Click on that. It'll say the tickets are fifty dollars because that's what they normally are. And when you go to click out, mm. the discount will be applied through uh, Monday the nineteenth. Okay, so go ahead and get your tickets, folks, with ten dollars off by President's Day. Ten dollar, ten dollar. Okay, I like a ten dollar off. Yahoo. Pop up vino. Pop up vino. I think that's cool. And I have to find some pink. I don't traditionally have a lot of pink. I had to order something. Pink. You did? I, I have did. actually, yeah, I have like a, I have like a tie, like one of like the kids' ties from like prom or something or like some, somewhere along wait, the wait, way. Wait, wait, What did you wear to the Barbie movie? You wore pink to the Barbie oh, movie. Oh, I do. I have my Go-Go's t-shirt. I can wear there that. There you go. That's See? what I wore. I'll I'm wear like, my Go-Go's you were, t-shirt. You wore pink. I did love that. That's my only hot pink. I wear that as the pink moment. There you go. I love it. Um, a couple other wine like things that I want to talk about is um, there's a new Psalm movie. Um, if you've watched any of the Psalm movies, like there's these documentaries um, about sort of like wine and the wine world. And um, I'm just going to pull it up. There's a new one and it is, um, it is called cup of salvation. Okay. Mm. And I'm super interested in this in it's um, because they were like the ones that did into the bottle and they've done a couple other ones that are really interesting about looking into um, the uh, into the way of of making wine and the behind the scenes things. Cup of Salvation uh, is a father daughter story Mm. about um, ancient wine making traditions, ancient grapes and forbidden vineyards in Iran. And it's this really, so what I understand is that it is kind of like really interesting look at like heritage and like the long traditions and the current battles with a lot of different, you know, ways that the world changes politically and everything else and what that affects with these. And religion. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. And so it's streaming. If you go to psalmfilms.com, um, it is streaming uh, starting for subscribers if you want to go, if you want to do this this way, um, on fe- February 23rd is when it starts. But um, it is uh, it is actually in, it's there's an event happening. I'm just sorry, I'm totally, Twin City Psalms is pulling, is doing an event um, at the Parkway Theater. Oh, and fun. On the Feb 20th. And I wondered if you wanted to go with me. Actually. I will go with you. I thought about we should try to maybe go. The Parkway um, Theater is doing a lot of great things. Oh, like, what, a, so what a great use of that space. They have really turned it into a fun venue for movies and live concerts and everything. Sorry, I'm not paid to advertise them. You, I, I just was really excited so that it's there. So it's at the Parkway Theater on Feb 20th. And it's a special screening that's going to have an opportunity to taste the wines that are featured in the movie. And um, from the producers in the film. And there'll be snacks from France 44 and um, I just think that's a cool idea. It's Brilliant. A, yeah. So it's it's a really something, you know, I think like sometimes we drink a lot of wine and we talk about how maybe I, I, I'm just appealing to the people out there who say like, oh, I don't know enough. This is one of those easy ways in. Like this is an easy yeah. way in to learn a little bit about because there's so many compelling stories in the wine world. Well, in a fun way. I think people want to learn in a more interactive way. I mean, that's why we're doing Pop-Up Vina the way we're doing it. Yeah. And I think that this is, yeah, you're watching something about wine. Well, well, now what do they taste like? How do I get them? Where are they? You know, and so to have it there, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. And so I kind of, I just, move. I know I thought that was really great. Um, another wine thing I just wanted to shout out quickly was our friend, Leslie Miller at sit better wines. She's lovely. She's lovely. She has come back from New Zealand. I, I, spending a month in New Zealand. I, I followed Did you that follow Instagram her? story mm, a lot. I was girl, like, Oh girl. 
So she basically, uh, she's a, obviously a sommelier who was, owns her own wine shop. She was in New Zealand for a month doing wine travel. And she's back, and she has a class on February 22nd. And it's basically at her shop in the North Loop. And I think it's so cool. It's at 5.30 p.m. on the 22nd. And you throw in, like, it's either 55 or 60 bucks a person. And she lets you sip. She'll talk about her travel. Sips through the wines that she sipped through while she shows you pictures of the vineyards and like kind of walks you through the wine culture in New Zealand. And then she gives you her entire itinerary. So if you want to plan your trip, you have the access to the same things. That's amazing. I think like that's the thing of like wine, Mm -hmm. you know, travel for food and wine. You kind of got to know where to go because like. I want well, to go and have to, it vetted. Yeah, yeah, and, and have it vetted so you know you're not running into tourist traps. You know you're not running into, um, you know, all sorts of things like that. Yeah. So, I think that's so cool. I love that, and I love Leslie. So that's I love great, Leslie. I love like, let's have more of Leslie. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I'm going to also shout out one more thing and letting you know that I'm going to put something up on the Facebook page for if you guys the Japan trip. In 2025, I know it feels like it's so far off, and I know a lot of you have said you're interested, and then you're kind of holding on, waiting on booking, but we kind of need to get booking. I think that there's spots that are kind of filling up, and we're not going to be a huge trip, so I want to make sure that you guys... um are thinking about it we're gonna hold a little tasting out at peak travel in excelsior we're gonna do some japanese whiskey tasting out in uh in in excelsior so on february 29th is what we're doing it and which is um the leap year so we're gonna taste a little japanese whiskey i'm gonna have a couple other i have some uh shochu as well and and speaking of like beverages and stuff, some interesting stuff. We'll talk about sake and we'll talk about like some of the trip things that we're going to do and really kind of run over what it's going to look like if you want to come on this beautiful 14 day trip around the entire country of Japan. That's amazing. I know. Japanese spirits are really becoming more mainstream, too. They I are. know that you you turned us on to them several years ago, but um, there I see that these tastings popping up more and more. Yes. They're even having them at the Komozu Bouquets fundraiser. I know. They have a table of Japanese Japanese spirits. I know. And there's yeah. like, I know so Lavino does a great job with their Japanese whiskey mm-hmm. collection. And so I I might partner with those guys too at some point and just doing a fun thing. But I'm just saying that there's like, there's so many great, there's so many great things to discover out there as far as eating and drinking. And this is what I think the dead of winter for me is really about discovery in that way. Like right. I want to like look at and find new ways and get out of my rut. You know, so I'm hoping you guys do, too. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to wrap it up when we come back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to Weekly Dish, you guys. This is the time when we wrap it all up. Uh, I was just saying to Malls in the in-between, I was like, oh, I got to think of what I'm going to watch tonight. Because I'm a little psyched to, like, kind of burrow into my couch. After being gone last weekend, I like to balance with a weekend of, like, you know, hunkering down. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um, Oh, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, this isn't the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, but Please. let me throw it out there. Please do. So uh, AJ and his group, they have a dance tonight, the Ooh. snowball. Oh, everybody's snowball. And everybody wanted something different to eat, including sushi. And and their, their dance is in Egan. Oh. And so he asked me for restaurant recommendations. And I, I suggested Lucky 13. That's a good one. Because I was like in Mendota Heights. I was like, they have something for everybody. And they even have sushi. But is there any other place you can think of sort of down that way that would. That has something for everybody? Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't. Well, okay. So Mason Jar Kitchen 
is no. are they open for dinner? Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I thought they were just a breakfast and lunch place. Yep. Nope. Eleven p.m. This is what I love about them. There is literally something for everybody. Okay. I don't think there'll be sushi there. I don't think so. Okay. But um, Mason Jar is just one of those like you know they have hot dish on the on the menu, which is always one of my favorite things. But they are they have a lot of options and okay. a lot, they usually the whole thing is that it's like somebody can find something. You know, um, I do really like that idea of what they're doing. Um, how I think close they, is Prior Lake to them? Is that that's a little bit? I no. think that's too far. Yeah, you're right. Okay, um, Yankee Tavern is an Ian. That's kind of a fun one. I'm just thinking about. Well, and so I we have gone to Lucky Thirteen. It's a great yeah. place. We've gone there before, and then when we reminded. AJ, that we had been there, he's like, oh, maybe that's a little too casual because they're going to be all dressed up. And I'm like, I, know. I feel like they, they nobody's going to bat an eye. All the girls wear tennis shoes with their dresses right I now. Know. Anyway. Come on. They have that. You know what they have is the Kyoto sushi and hibachi, which is like, you know, the steaks, the, the, yeah, the, the yeah. big table. That Where's might that? be fun. There's no way they're going to. It's tonight. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I doubt that they'll. But it's Kyoto sushi and hibachi. It's, okay. in, it's on Town Center Drive. So it's right in the center of town. They might be able to find, because that has sushi, but it also has fun hibachi, you know. Okay. Big okay. table. Let's I'll throw, go. I'll throw it out there. Let's go. Um, gosh, yeah, that's a good question. Okay. That was my Ask Stephanie okay. question. Thank All you. Right, you're welcome. I'm happy happy to help. Uh, okay. So what else is going on around town this weekend? There's some, obviously the big, we talked about the big loop it that is happening the big races with jesse diggins there'll jesse be jesse diggins. diggins sightings i know i'm she's like a local celeb absolutely like an a-lister she's like the best cross-country skier in the world love it um so sprints are today and long race is tomorrow okay i act like i know what i'm talking about but it's so only cute. because my husband's <laughs> so going today and he no. had to explain it all to you me. guys i absolutely know that when <laughs> molly says this keith is speaking through her that is what is happening <laughs> he's channeling he's channeling uh, um, I have to let you know that this is one I would be excited about is today. It's Maple Fest out at Tattersall Aww. in River Falls. It's a little early for Maple Fest in my mind. You know, like for truly like trees running. You know what, though? They're, I know they're this, talking about a double tap this year because it felt like spring. I know to the trees. I know. And the trees were running. They were budding. There yeah. was things happening. So I get it because all you need for maple syrup, you know, for the syrup to run or for the sap to run is you need uh, warm days and cold nights. Yeah. And so that's what so was happening. Um, but I do think that they have a really fun sounding thing out there today. If you want to head out, uh, they are starting, I think, at noon maybe. But um, they have $5 entry fee. And then you get to wander around and taste 20 plus maple syrups with pancakes and sausage. Oh, Hello. <laughs> I I mean, I don't know that I, I could taste that. You many. need a nap after that. Yeah. But I kind of love that. And you get to you get to vote on which is your favorite. You and guys, then, and if you go to Alta Tetersol, get the tour of their yes. facility. It yeah. is amazing. They're one of the highest rated um, LEED certified yes. buildings their in entire America. Like the, they roof do some is, yeah. great things. Their roof is full of solar panels. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And just their reclamation of like waste and how they reuse it. And anyway, it's, it's all great. It's fantastic. Um, you can also, they do have tapping demos today out there. You can taste, uh, you know, specialty cocktails with maple syrup in them. And uh, they also have cool stuff made from barrels. If you're like, I need a chair made from a barrel. They got you. <laughs> they got you. There it is. Um, okay. So we talked about that. We talked about that. Um, what else is I going to let you know that? Um, oh, I wanted to. We want to talk about the fact that 
uh, Anne's Noodle Shop is happening mm-hmm. at Guy Noy. And that is on... So this is a new thing. Anne Ahmed, who's been in um, Laos for like... I swear to God, I was like, are you home? And she sent me a note saying, you know, you want to come to Noodle Shop? And I was like, yeah. So she's decided to kind of launch a Saturday and Sunday special pop-up at Guy Noy, which is in Oh, it's Loring only Park. on the weekend. It's only on the weekend. Okay. And it's called Anne's Noodle Shop. And so she's got... Not only is she offering bao buns, which I think a lot of people were waiting for some bao buns. Yeah. Which are these beautiful, big stuffed buns, kind of like what uh, Union Monk Kitchen did mm-hmm. at um, State Fair. But it's these buns stuffed with usually ground pork and there's an egg, I think, or whatever. Good stuff in these puffy buns. Yum, yum. And then she's got two big brothy noodle bowls. One is the, I'm going to say them wrong, so I'm not even going to try. I will try. Is the Kaupoon Crab and the Kao pa- Pak, I think it is. And those are just two really good spicy. I think they're spicy brothy noodle bowls, but I bet you can add spice to them. I mean, yeah, let's level up if I'm you guessing. need it. Uh, Keith went to Guy Noy for the first time. What do you think? Uh, last week, he really loved it. Yeah, he had not been yet. So. I'm a, I'm a fan. I am too. I know. I really do. Um, and then a little other piece of news is this little brother's cafe has opened um, in Vo's Vietnamese spot okay. on Lindale. Yep, yep, yep. Remember that? It used to be El Maison way back in the day. Yes. Yeah. So they're now it's an all day breakfast shop and they are doing deluxe omelets while I hash waffle stack, all the things. I did see that sign and did not know what they were doing. Yeah. So thank you for the The Brothers Cafe. And they do have a fish fry on Fridays, I guess. They're starting they started one last night. And too. you said walleye hash? Walleye hash. I have never seen walleye hash on yeah, the menu. I know. I think that's a good idea. Huh. Um, shouting out the everybody on the on, speaking of fish again, uh, the Facebook page you guys I put a question up there asking you know what's your favorite fish favorite place to eat fish or do you have any fish cooking goals for the year? If you're looking for places to eat fish, dishers we're stacking it up here for you. Um, I love the fact that uh, Nancy says hubby and I have perfected scallops and sea bass at home. It's as good or better than a restaurant. We used to go to Stella's, but we recently discovered Gary's in Lakeville for really good coconut shrimp. We also love our seafood at Lund's, and and she's not a big fan of coastal. She coconut says. shrimp. Coconut shrimp. Yeah, nineties. I know. My mom loved coconut shrimp. Hello. Uh, Beth says she loves grilled salmon or cod. Kowalski's has great marinated salmon kebabs, which is great. That's good. She said she hasn't been to Kincaid's in a long time, but they always had wonderful seafood. Kincaid's was one of those first places I remember eating like grown up seafood. Yeah. You know, and it's still there. I love that Tracy's loving orange Ruffy. We said that's a 90s moment. Hello. Totally. I love it. So anyway, go in and weigh in on the Facebook page, you guys, about what you love about fish, where you want to eat it, all the good stuff. And we will be back. See you at the Home and Garden Show next weekend. Thanks, Miles. Bye, guys. Ciao, ciao.